We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, everybody, and welcome into the Backliners podcast. It's Agro and Barracuda as per usual, as Bonk Patrol wrote out in the chat just so nicely for me to read off my intro. Um, <laughs> Barrett, can you believe it's almost time for Phase 3 already? Yeah, I feel like the break was really long, but also at the same time, I feel like I blinked and then the break was over. But the break was like seven weeks. I mean, the break was like seven weeks. But we, No we way, it was like... seven weeks? I want to say, because we took like four weeks off, and then I feel like we've been scrimming for about three weeks before, like, yeah, this next week will be my third week scrimming. No way. You're telling me we put out (laughs) seven consecutive weeks of break content. We didn't take a week off during this Um, time. We always take a week off. Yeah, we did the double episode, I think. Oh my god, we did the double episode. (laughs) Holy like cow, we went crazy. yourself on the back right now? No, it's the time just is so me. I can't believe it was, it was seven weeks. I mean, I, and here's the part that makes me the most sad. You Have you heard of uh, Dave Olson, a.k.a. Dolson? He's a smite caster. Um, he goes to the gym. Dolson, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and he and I uh, were trying to get a time to golf. Uh, Dave, Neil Ma, uh, two-time world champion support, Does Neil Ma. Dolson need his own like golf club like personally made for him um does he just swing it like a giant club <laughs> yeah it's made of wood it's like it's like uh diddy kong and mario superstar baseball yeah. how he just uses a little twig or how donkey kong uses a boxing glove and that's how he like punches the baseball no um <laughs> we were supposed to get together to golf uh, like the first week of their break and it didn't work out and I was really sad because I haven't golfed with them in a long time and uh, of course our uh, friend Tristan who's on the production team as well and they were like don't worry this break is super long we will definitely be able to find a time to golf um we did not golf over this break at all together um and I think it's I, I'm coming to the realization that I think they might just hate me that's the that's mm, the, the feeling yeah. that I'm getting you know mm-hmm. Because it's seven weeks, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with you, because I also was supposed to do something social that I can't even remember anymore at this Mm. point, but I definitely was supposed to, and, uh, you know, seven weeks goes by in the blink of an eye, and uh, I'm not really sure what happened. I, It's just roster change. You know, every time you have a roster change, it's just, 
everything's up in the air. I mm-hmm. feel like you don't get, like, that quality reset off. Mm. And you need, like, the extra, like, break time because it was stressful and everything. And, yeah, thanks, Haddix. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you could say, thanks, like, buddy. thanks, like, thanks, Leviathans, right? You know, maybe oh, it was their temptation <laughs> that uh, that lured him away. So Their tasty fruit. Stole my soul later. I wasn't going to say that, but you can. Mm. Um, that's up to you to decide if you want to say that. Yeah, let's uh, let's start there. We are going to do a little uh, AMA episode. And here's the other thing about our, our SPL break content. The AMA episode is a staple, a mainstay. Mm-hmm. It's what it's exactly what we rely on whenever there's not a whole lot of We save the best for last. And we save the best for last a little bit here. Um, so get your questions ready in the Twitch chat. If you are a podcast listener only... Um, and you want to participate in future AMAs like this, uh, you can watch us record the podcast live and interact in the chat at twitch.tv slash prediction esports. That's prediction with an extra E in the pre. Uh, 8 p.m. on Mondays is when we normally do it. Uh, but sometimes it's a total wild card, and so you better just like follow us on Twitter and all that kind of stuff. Uh, at, on Twitter. Yeah, at aggro. I'll, at I'll retweet whatever he says. Yeah, that's yeah, that's probably just for the best. Um, <laughs> So yeah, save those questions in chat. Uh, we will go over them um, after, of course, we talk about a little bit of Smite because otherwise it would get the 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 YouTube comments of like Smite stock starts at fifty six minutes. It would be like, <laughs> oh man, that is a lot. Uh, so we have to do it the other way around. This time we're gonna get them with this one. Um, let's give our predictions since Phase Three is right around the corner, uh, starting oh my god September thirtieth. That is Friday, by the way. Um, the final phase before uh, we head into Smite World Championship qualifiers and all that kind of stuff, by far the most um, tumultuous phase due to all of these roster changes. Uh, I suppose it might be it might behoove us um, to go what? over those. Yeah, behoove. It's like oh. a benefit. Oh. Oh. Um, I don't know why it's a word, but it is. Uh, those yeah, uh, those roster guessed. changes. Um, the Leviathans have Haddix as their as their solo laner now. They've replaced Yarkor. The Olympus Bolts losing Haddix have picked up uh, Baskin for the solo lane, and the Solar Scarabs have replaced Inbound with Yarkor, who's moving to support for his first time. Um, in He's got a little like Cyclone Spin energy. The more I think about it. Yeah, Yark's a Yark's a multi multi role superstar for sure. Something about these solo laners, I think. Yeah, did solo laners win the the charity event games? They did, right? That happened. Yeah, this my team decided that we wanted to beat the supports, and then we were done. So. Oh, okay. But did <laughs> we, you beat uh, the supports? We did beat the supports, and then we so lost to the solo laners in slash, and lost to the supports in assault. And, uh, so it sounds like you actually didn't beat the supports. Well, no, we beat them the one time that mattered on Slash. And then in Assault, we could have beat them multiple times. But uh, Cyclone was uh, thorolting the, the Assault waves. And uh, Stuart was... Well, he was getting big. He was TPing behind them with Ganesha knock-up med. And ulting them and trying to knock them into Assault. <laughs> okay, that bangs. That's good strats right there. He TP'd into their fountain and tried to assassinate people. Did it work? So, uh, no, it didn't. Oh, that's so, un- that's so unlucky for I, him. I was really cheering him on. I mean, also, like, that group of, like, ADC players was so fun to play with, by the mm-hmm. way. I was genuinely, like, having a blast, even though we were losing. 
Um, like the the slash game was fun. Like everyone's comms were super high, and then the assault game. Like we were just making fun of them the whole time. As they, like, <laughs> missed a, a lot of like you know, well, semi important skill shots. That's and, just uh, unlucky. It was, it was it was a really entertaining time. And then when we were walking out, uh, the other roles were like that was a pity win. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, so, sometimes uh, the supports need it. They spend all phase dying for you. Well, other supports on other teams. Spend all phase dying for you, uh, sacrificing their own farm. Um, it only makes sense to give some back to them. In this yeah, instance, I think they're right? actually making it into the finals. I think they, bit, they beat the... Well, they beat us, the mids, and I want to say the junglers in Assault. Wow. And I want to say it was them in the... Solars in the finals. I think that is true. I watched a little bit of that on Friday before I before I left for my little weekend trip that I took. Um, oh, nice! And it was a great time. Uh, but then I didn't get to watch any Smite the rest of the weekend, so that made that did make me sad. Um, yeah. But yeah, soul laners are the are the role to beat when it comes to role swapping. I think for sure. Yeah, I think it was hard to uh, get my team motivated because there wasn't like money on the line, so mm. we just kind of wanted to uh, have a good time, not a long time. You know? Yeah, I feel that. Well. You could have, I mean, playing with all those different players and all that kind of stuff, surely you took advantage of that opportunity by telling them that you might not be playing for money right now, but they could be saving money by switching to Mint Mobile. Uh, surely you did that, Barra. And I could you actually did. reenact what uh, your sales pitch was for switching to, to Mint Mobile to, uh, to your teammates? Go ahead. Uh, well, you see, I didn't do it. Uh, but if I did, mm-hmm. I would say it's the easiest way for any, you know, even if you're like a casual gamer, you don't take it that seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, you can save money. We don't need like a massive like pro gamer brain to save money every month. All you have to do is, uh, you know, sign up through our link. Which is? And uh, mintmobile.com slash backliners. Oh, that's that's the money right there. And how? That's what does that link give give them? Like, what's the deal that they get by uh, by using my link? I, I don't know all, why uh, I'm quizzing you now, but this is fun. is uh, $15 a month for your okay. wireless service, which is on T-Mobile's network, which is an amazing network because I used it for years before swapping. Some would say the nation's largest 5G, 5G network. And they'd Some be correct if they that. said that. Oh, they would okay. <laughs> yeah, they would say that, and they'd be right for sure. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it, just, it takes like two seconds to sign up. It literally comes to your door. You swap out your SIM card, you sign up, and you're saving a ton of money every month. And trust me, it's so 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 easy to sign up. And yeah, we would love you for it. We would love you for it. That's all you got to do to get your new wireless plan for just fifteen bucks a month and get the plan shipped straight to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com slash backliners. That's mintmobile.com slash backliners. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash backliners. Barry, that was a good work, that was good work by you. I should have you Thank do you. the ad reads more often. Uh, I'm just going to stop doing them, I think. Yeah, that wasn't really an ad read because I didn't have anything to read. <laughs> well, ex- exactly. That's what, You're a natural. You don't even need it. That's I just, was just uh, staring at my webcam talking to myself. Man, and it was beautiful. Let me tell you. Yeah, I can't you. see... I can't see Agro's webcam. I don't know if you guys know this, but I can't see his webcam because uh, Discord or OBS takes it. So That's I right. stare at a little, two little gray boxes going around, and I can see his delayed reaction on the stream, which is mm. that is nice. Yeah, that's, uh, that's I nice. get to stare at Barry the whole time, and I do trust that's me. me. I get lost in there. His eyes, I mean. Um, all right, let's talk about our uh, our predictions for Phase Three. 
Mm-hmm. We can't, I don't think, you know, let's not number the teams one through eight or anything oh, yeah, like yeah, that. But yeah, yeah. just uh, general, let's start with um, a team that you think is going to have a surprisingly good phase three. Like a little bit of a, not necessarily going to win, you know, fit, finish first or anything like that. But what team do you think is going to uh, surpass expectations uh, that the public might set for them in phase three? And I have two. Sure. Leviathans and Valkyries. Okay. Okay. Because Leviathans have been struggling all year, and I would still like to keep their identity, I guess, mm-hmm. as, like, struggling this year. Even though I assume that they will be turning it up to 10 in the fall split. But I'm still saying that because of their past performances this year, in my opinion, they're still looped into that not, like, lower side. I guess it is, like... I think they were like fifth or sixth in the summer split. They they have a losing record across both phases. They were seven and seven mm-hmm. in phase two. They were three and four in phase one. So they are mm-hmm. one game under five hundred for the year, uh, which is actually yeah, crazy is. to think about. Yeah, my brain's working. There it is. Um, so yeah, I think uh, Leviathans compared to this year's performance will have a good phase three. Mm-hmm. Um, I think obviously there will be like world's contenders as well, especially with uh, Haddix on that team. That guy is. The GOAT. Um, and then Valkyries as well. I think Valkyries have finally like hit their stride and found their identity. And I think whenever metas change, I think Valks, I think that's their strong point. Because they can just like, they don't need to adapt to a well-defined meta. They can just like play whatever they want and come up with whatever they want on the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think right now the meta is suiting them really well compared to like earlier this year and also in summer's in the summer split sure Um, because the meta right now is kind of up in the air i feel like a lot of gods are good in a lot of different roles i think adc is probably the most like locked role right now in my opinion where like the tier list for competitive is like relatively small in other roles i feel like it's pretty big Mm -hmm. especially with the uh mid changes recently uh with the pin changes i think it opens up the mid pool a lot um so yeah that's my uh, two teams. Those are good ones. It's so interesting. I've, I've been talking to some people about the, the pen changes in mid and, you know, playing with it myself, obviously, and all that kind of stuff. And isn't it so crazy how the, how three pen mm-hmm. right. makes that much of a difference? And the, and the reality is, is that it, it, it doesn't, right? Like, mathematically, mm-hmm. even if you go double flat pen, it just doesn't make that much of a difference. Yep. Um, but... Just like the the feeling, like the feeling of it and the mentality of it changes so much that it, it causes meta shifts based on numbers that don't actually change the effective math like much mm-hmm. at all. You know how many people are actually dying that wouldn't have died to the the same exact build before this patch? Like maybe once a week in scrims, you'd you'd come yeah, across I- that. Maybe? I thought about those things so much. I even thought about it on the most recent, like, Mulan ult change. I was like, is that really going to, like, finish a kill? Or is that really going to, like, sure. change a team fight? It was, like, 25 damage, I think, on the ult. And it's just, like, thinking about numbers on that, like, small of a scale. Like, you just see the change, and it's like, that's not a big change. Nope. But then you start seeing Mulans literally everywhere. <laughs> so, I mean, the three changes well, obviously. But, sure. Yeah. 
It is crazy how uh, how much of a difference things like that can make. And then you see us like do buffs that are like massive, and the ca- the mm-hmm. the god or the items sees absolutely no play still, and it's like it gets like three more buffs, and everyone's like, "Wait, this god's so OP, Iris. What are you doing?" Guan like, Yu, well, no one played this god. <laughs> I'll be honest, all the time, like when we talk about buffing a god that we've buffed fairly recently. I'm like, are we just Guan Yuing this god? Like, that's literally what I oh. say out loud. Because yeah. remember, there was a stretch where Guan Yu just didn't see play, and so he got buff, and then a couple patches, then a buff, and then a couple patches, and then a buff. And I'll defend until the cows come home that continuing to buff that god until he saw some amount of play made sense. It fits all of our goals, even if we think the god is good. If they aren't seeing play and no one thinks they're good, then they aren't. Like that's just the reality of it. Uh, but yeah, there that is a constant worry of mine. Um, So it definitely uh, comes up quite a bit in my brain. Um, Yeah, for me, teams that I think are going to outperform expectations, I think the Leviathans uh, are definitely going to do better. I think they will finish with a positive record. I'd be very surprised if they didn't. But as far as my expectations for that team, they are still pretty high. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would say that they're going to outperform those expectations. Um... Yeah, it's kind of funny because, like, they haven't played great all year, but I feel like everyone's mind, they're still, like, a top two team. Yeah. Yeah, it's really hard to take them out of that, like, mm-hmm. position, right? And and that's kind of the, the the very fun issue right now with the SPL is that I look at these eight teams and I think, like, wow, six of these teams could win a world champ, like, f- five and a half. Let's go five and a half of these teams could, like, win a world championship this year. And it would not surprise me even a little bit. And then the other two and a half teams, those being the Warriors are kind of on the cusp, uh, then the Scarabs and the Valkyries, I could see them making big enough jumps during this phase in order to become real contenders. Now, if they won, I would still be surprised, but it wouldn't floor me. Like, if the Valkyries from last year won Worlds, I would have been floored, right? Like, (laughs) it wasn't happening. Um, yeah. I can't say that Not even, like, parallel universes. No, no, no. There are a billion universes, like, infinite universes. There's only one where the Valkyries won. Like, one. A single one. Uh, that's not how infinite works, but, you know. Um, <laughs> so, like, the the team, and, and among those five in particular that I think could, mm-hmm. could very easily win it, not, you know what I mean. Um, it's very, very hard to differentiate them. So, I think that I'm going to pick... I'm, I'm, this isn't even a good pick, man. The Kings won Phase Two. They were twelve and two over that time. Yeah, it can't be the Kings. It can't be the Kings. Yeah, but do you think that people think that they are the number one team coming into this phase? I think that people think they're like a top two team at least. So, like to say that they would outperform expectations, I feel like that would kind of be impossible. Yeah. Yeah, I said. Well, they could finish first in that instance, I suppose. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they really outperform. They're they're really experience. they're really going off here. <laughs> yeah, I don't I know, think man. It's this just is Valks. The, Valks is the easiest one for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Valks are the easiest one. You know, I think that they clearly started to put things together much better towards the end of phase two. They looked much better at Summer Masters. Um, you hope that they can continue that type of run. Uh, that kind of leads me to the next thing I wanted to talk about, which is the Solar Scarabs. I mean, obviously the team that, 
no fan base can be feeling more unsure about their team than <laughs> Solar Scarabs fans, right? And that's a blanket statement across potentially the rest of time. It's, it's crazy because if you look at that team right now, they have three world champions on there. Yeah. Like, that roster is stacked. Yep. Yep. That They should be two MVPs, really good. Two World's Finals MVPs. Four World Championships between three players there. Um, yeah. They should be really good. Mm-hmm. But do you think they actually will be? Because I, I don't know. Like, I could totally I see them... Yet. Taking it, taking it by storm, and just owning, and I could also see it, re- them really struggling. Like, okay, here l- let's let's uh, maybe maybe it's just because we haven't talked like SPL nitty gritty in a little bit, but I'm getting amped up mm-hmm. just thinking about it, and I'm I'm just gonna be tossing out hot. These are scalding oh, hot no. takes, oh, fresh no. off the iron. We say that they've got all these world championships, which is obviously a a true statement, but if you look at the way that they would play around those world champions, Yarkor is role swapping to a role he hasn't played mm-hmm. competitively. And I think Yarkor is one of the best players Smite has ever seen. So I've got no uh, concerns long-term about him, but he has to do a lot of work on this team based on what we saw from them in playoffs and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then you've got Sam, who is new to the team, and in a meta where... It doesn't seem like it's going to be super jungler-centric, at least from what I'm, I've been hearing and what I've been seeing in my games. I'd be surprised if this was funnel the jungler type of meta. And then it, that brings you to Scary D, the person with two rings on this team. And Scary obviously is, is capable of hitting these unbelievable highs during the postseason and during these great world championship runs, but has never really been a play-around type player. And it's certainly not looked like the type of player you want to play around this year. He's been o- he's been okay to good at times, but not like give this guy the farm and he's going to do it for you. So those world championships, like, yeah, they, they mean something, but it's in a way that it, it feels a little deceiving just based on their exact situation and how they've been playing this season alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... I view Scary D as an only Worlds player. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, from teaming with Scary, not to say, like, he was, like, lackluster or anything, but he just turns it on so much higher during Worlds. Like, that man's got some crazy reserve back there <laughs> that he can only tap into once a year. A pact made with the it. devil. Yeah. He yeah. can only do it at, la- at, at Worlds lands, but when he can, oh, baby, watch out. Yeah, if I I would have a lot of faith for this team at the end of this split. I mean, right now, obviously, big question mark, Yarkor swapping to support. And in my opinion, I think support is by far the hardest role to swap to. Yes. I think there is a lot of decisions that supports have to make during the game that no other role really has to make besides probably jungle. Mm-hmm. And jungle, I feel like you're either really good at jungle or you're not. And mm-hmm. I feel like... Swapping to that is, I mean, scary you tried to. It's it's so hard to swap yep. to either one of those roles. Um, yeah, I think Yarkor is going to have to be a big leader for this team to kind of control Sam and Baronic a bit. And I don't know if that is his shot calling style of being controlling and calling for these invades and calling for 
these types of plays and where to ward and what play to make, etc., etc. Obviously, even if he isn't right now, he can be by the end of the split, but it's just, it's going to take so many, like, hard lessons, I think, for them to transition into being a world's contender. Mm -hmm. But in my opinion, I think we're still kind of in the same boat as the Scarabs in this talk. Because mm. I feel like losing Haddocks was a big part of our team. And for... I mean, obviously, Baskin is incredible. Like, one of the best mechanical players ever. One of the best leaders ever. Um, but it's definitely, like, a different change of pace. Um, so I think both of us... Uh, I think we're question marks with the Scarabs as well for going into the split. Not that I'm not, like, unconfident in us by any means, but I think there will be an adjustment period for both of our teams. Yeah, I think that's super fair to say, and... I, I was going to, to ask you about that. I mean, it's been a very successful year for you guys. Back-to-back second seeds um, in each of the phases. Uh, during the Masters uh, lands hasn't been quite as successful, um, but the regular season <laughs> has been uh, has been quite good for you guys. Do you think that... Do you expect to finish top two in this phase as well like you did in the other two? No, definitely not. Um I will be happy with a top four placement for this phase. Mm-hmm. Um, I think top four, mentally for me, will be a very confident shot for me for Worlds. Um, I mean, even if we're like below that slightly, I won't be like too like upset. But I think we have a lot of room right now to grow, which is exciting. But it's also, I feel like we took a lot of steps back as well. Mm-hmm. Do you think that your ceiling has adjusted at all with this move like do you think that uh, your top end is as good as it was you know maybe way your top too early end... to tell yeah fair honestly enough. yeah cause, i mean i wish i could give you like a good answer for that but right now um like we're basically just reteaching baskin smite mm-hmm. so uh <laughs> baskin has you know, one of the highest ceilings ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't think he knows where his ceiling is right now. <laughs> so uh, I don't really know where our team ceiling is either. But I will say that man has been absolutely cracked in scrims. So I've heard about some uh, some picks that he's been tossing out there. Uh, there's been a lot of them. There's, there's been in a lot scrims. Of them. Yeah. Yeah, I should have cleared a, a story with him before I, before we got on this podcast because it was very very funny. But maybe next week we can uh, we can talk <laughs> about it. Um, okay, so with that, let's go with who we think is going to finish first overall uh, in phase three. And I'll go first because I've been making you go first every time. Um, oh, I already have one. Oh, you already have one. Oh, okay. Well, I already oh. have mine too, Barry. And I'm gonna say the J Dragons. That's what I'm saying is wow. uh, is gonna be the phase three victor. Who you got? I was also going to say the dragons. We're so good at this. Unless we aren't. We're either going to be really good at this together or really bad at this together. And that's <laughs> well, the way I, I have it. I feel like they're still riding their high together. And didn't... I'm pretty sure they just won the land, right? Yep. Yeah, so I feel like with the meta not shifting that much, um, I feel like they'll still be, like, obviously, like, the best team. I think kings are right behind them. And after that, I think it's just a smorgasbord of everyone together. Like, I think it's top two and then everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably true. I mean, Leviathans could maybe crack it. Titans are a team that I just view as as a playoff team. Like, I feel like the Titans are going to be, like, third, fourth, 
maybe fifth for like Pines ever. Pines are a team of scary D's. Yeah, yeah. Maybe more consistent during the regular <laughs> yeah, season. Yeah, they tap into it. They've got a few more reserves. Yeah, there. exactly. Uh, but then, obviously, come World's time, you can never count that team out. Uh, mm-hmm. They are they are unbelievable. But yeah, regular season yep. Titans, not a team I'm super scared of. Not in like a disrespectful way, but just in a, I know different. that it's, it's not going to be their best. Um, yeah. And that's just kind of the way it is. That leaves us uh, with one team that we haven't really talked about at all. Uh, and it, for me, is one of the most interesting stories of the year. And that's the Oni Warriors. Um, mm-hmm. I was very down on this team coming into this year. They proved me wrong with their really, really good run in Phase 1. They went 5-2, and two, finished 3rd, tied for 1st, uh, really, with, with you guys and the, and the Dragons. Uh, just crazy stuff. Then they start off Phase 2 really hot. And then slide back down to six. They finish six and eight. But then at the Summer Masters land... Place? Yeah, they got sixth place in phase two. They finish six what? and eight. Then at the Masters land, they go to the semifinals. Uh, and they finish that event four and two, uh, winning the third place match over the Titans. What are you expecting from the Warriors uh, in phase three? Uh, <laughs> I honestly don't know. I feel like... I mean, I feel like you could say a lot of teams are their own worst enemy, but I feel like Warriors are their own worst enemy. Um, just, they have these incredible highs, and they have these... I just call them, like, Warriors drafts at this point. I hmm. feel like if you saw a Warriors draft on paper and you didn't know which team that was, I feel like it's pretty obvious what team it is. Sure. And I feel like they do a lot of these um, particular drafts. And if those drafts are in meta, and if those playstyles are in meta, I think they're a really good team. Like, mm-hmm. the Hunter mid stuff, I think Dardes just carries in those metas, and I think Vote is, like, probably one of the best uh, magical in duo lane players. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like if those things aren't meta, and Dardes, his, like, god pool gets questionable at that point, because I feel like his mages are sometimes, like, really good in the meta, and sometimes they're just kind of there. Um, so yeah, I, I just view them as a big question mark. And I think not to say like Nika hasn't been like hard carrying or anything, but I think it's not the same, like, okay, like how much weight can Nika carry? Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's more like, I guess, diverse or spread across the team now with the weight. And I also feel like their mid three V three has gotten way better. Yes. Um, Much better. So I, I think there's less pressure on their side lanes. They can make more plays, but in the same time, we saw, like Agro said, they were really good and really bad. Not really bad, but I mean... They were pretty bad. Really really bad compared to what they were. Sure. Um, so just... I, I think they're in the question mark bunch with us and Scarabs. Yeah, fair enough. For me, um, anyways. Over under fourth place. Well, are they going to finish in the top half or the bottom half in phase three? I would say top half. Interesting. I'm going to go I bottom Kings, Dragons, Warriors, Titans for top four, I'd say. If I was a betting man, I would Interesting, say but you had the Leviathans exceeding expectations. Doesn't that mean that they would oh, be at least top four? Too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm, you're hoping for the fourth place, at least fourth place, you know what I mean? Well, like, I mean, I didn't want to like, oh sure, yeah, fair well, definitely, be, you know. I think uh, it's fair, you know, I think it's I fair. always exclude myself when it comes to like that stuff. So, um, so, so kind. I, I honestly think we're going to have a worse phase, but a better playoffs. I think that is a, a reasonable, a no, reasonable I, expectation. 
Like, granted, it'd be cool to be top four, but I feel like we'll probably be, like, fifth or sixth, and then, like, everything will finally hit stride. Yeah. Man, wouldn't it be crazy if the Jade Dragons just looked like they have the last, like, three years going into Worlds again? Um, well, two years. Uh, the the three years before last year, I should say. Because uh, last year I they didn't they... look as, as, like... I think that the three Dominant. years... So, yeah, so what? This was season... This is season nine. So seasons... Five, six, and seven, I thought the Dragons or Ghost or Rival or whatever they were at the time uh, were just so clearly the best team, and they didn't win a single one of those worlds. Uh, Mm -hmm. Now, season eight, I didn't think that they were definitively the best team, but they were certainly contenders. That'd be crazy if they get back to that same status uh, Mm -hmm. and what type of pressure that would entail. Um, for that team, because there's just no way, in my opinion, that if this just like just like how the Nika vote Dardes core, there will be zero times for the rest of their smite careers where they go up two zero in a best of five, and no one thinks about them getting reverse swept, and that's earned, you know, like you earned that, uh, and it's it it it's deserved, I think. Um, in the same, I think the same should be said for the. PBM, Pandacat, Final K, Core, that how can you not think in the back of your mind, well, they might look like they're the best now, but they They can make it to finals. They can make it to finals. And they can look like the best team in the finals for two of the five games. (laughs) Because that's what's happened every every year. Uh, It's just three. Um, It's the other three that, uh, that typically turns out to be the problem for them. Um... All right. Well, I'm ex- I'm really excited for phase three, man. It's it's been a long time. It, it's been a really long break, uh, but in a way, been a that, long break, but a short break. Yeah, but a very short break at the same time because I didn't get to golf with Neil, Dave, and Tristan. And that makes me sad. Um, all right, let's move on to our AMA portion of the episode. I do have some uh, tweets, his responses on Twitter, um, but everyone in the chat can uh, can go ahead and start putting down some uh, some questions that we will get to here in a moment because the first one's coming from Zaza on Twitter. Barrow, what are the odds of Baskin getting a solo kill first weekend of SPL? Very high. Very. You think he's doing it? Yeah, 100%. All right, five gifted to Barrow. Not, not, even to be like, not even to be like a fan or anything, but uh, that man's been uh, soloing everybody over there, so... He's kind of the beast. Wait, let's look. Let's look at your schedule to see who he's playing against. He's playing against uh, Solar Troll. Solar Troll is a good one to go up against if you mm-hmm. want to get a solo kill. Cause Sot, and I'm sure that he would admit this too. He's gonna try and solo you, and it's okay if you solo him for doing it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's gonna go for it, and I really like that about him as a player. Uh, I I do want to say I don't think our Titans SPL set is going to be an SPL set. Mm. I think that set's gonna look like a scrim that got streamed, and it's gonna be. <laughs> fun either way but uh i don't think that's gonna be a very coordinated day for either team yeah i'd be surprised if it were um all right sean wants to know if you were offered the superpower of teleportation but when you do it your body feels like you full sprinted there would you take it oh i thought about this a little bit already i, I cheated and yes. it all it hinges on a very important question do i if i feel like i sprinted there would I receive the benefits of having run that much? You know, like would it make would it put me in better shape? 
Yeah, I was also thinking that. And also, and if the answer is yes, it's an easy yes, right? Like that's literally yeah. the best case scenario, except for just straight teleportation. Yeah, that is some insane cardio. You would like literally um, die though if you if you tried to go too far with your first few teleports, you know. Well, I would definitely just go up and down the stairs. To get I was already thinking that. Out. Yeah, that's easy money. Yeah, you got to build those calves. And yep. you, can you imagine how good our butts would look if oh. we went up and down the stairs? That phenomenal. I would just be upstairs, downstairs, Perfect. upstairs, downstairs, yeah, right? upstairs, downstairs, and then I'd be like, "Ooh, tough work today, man." Okay. <laughs> Would you just teleport and then just collapse? <laughs> well, yeah. If you teleported too far, you would like literally you're you'd die instantly if you tried to teleport. Like, <laughs> if I'm like I want to go to Rome and I just like I uh, my corpse arrives in Rome uh, <laughs> instantly. No, I like you know you work up to it, especially if it's full sprinting. Like, I'm not going to be able to teleport to even the grocery store five minutes from here for like yeah. months, right? Uh, that's gonna take yeah. months of training. No, I'm the same way, but that would definitely just be fun to have. Yeah. Like, even, okay, your cue pops, you know, you're downstairs, boom. Upstairs. Instantly upstairs. And you're and breathing hard. The cue. Yeah. I got a little bit of a workout, and all I did was go downstairs. Like, that's that's nice. Free I would dub. definitely take that. But I wouldn't do any crazy, like, TPs. I would just do, like, short distances, like, aggro saying, like, short ports. the grocery store, like, yeah, downstairs, I'd get my cardio in, boom. Yep, and then I would compete in the Olympics once I have successfully trained myself forever. But I wouldn't, of course, cheat in the Olympics by oh, sprinting, okay, yeah. by, by teleporting. Uh-huh. I would just sprint uh, because I'm capable of it, because I've trained better than them by cheating uh, in my training. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't cheat, of course. But it's okay. Um, but, but it is okay. Um, Kithara asks, um, I, don't, I assume you won't have a good answer for this one, Barra, what the best Magic the Gathering plane is. The planes are like... The different worlds in which they visit. Um, uh, they have all types of different themes, you know. There's, like, a normal, like, fantasy one with, like, elves and gnomes uh, and dwarves. And then there's, like, futuristic Japan. And then there's, like, Dinosaur Island where it's, like, a bunch of, like, pirates and dinosaurs and vampires. And, like, that one's really cool. Uh, there's, a, there's, like, a plane for everything. So how about you can answer this by saying, imagine a cool world... With a but with like a theme, um, what is it? Uh, definitely just like Lord of the Rings esque stuff, like orcs and elves and dwarves and you know that kind of stuff. Easy I think that's that's the coolest worlds, and I also feel like we should have more movies about that stuff because growing up, you know, we had Lord of the Rings, and then I feel like after that, we haven't really had me like orc and elves movies. So uh, mm. we need some more of those. Sorry, interesting. No, that's interesting. Have you watched the new like Lord of the Rings series at all? Uh, no, I want to wait for it all to come out before I watch it, because I'm that guy. You're a binger. Uh-huh. Understood. Um, my favorite magic plane, I have a real soft spot for, um, Amonkhet, which is, like, the ancient Egyptian-themed, uh, one. Mm. A lot of Egyptian lore, uh, which I'm obviously, like, a, a fan of, and lots of tie-ins to Egyptian mythology, um, which I obviously think is super cool. But what happened in, on, like, Mirrodin... Like, that whole story, uh, I think, is very interesting and very cool. I'm very excited for The Brothers War, which is the next set coming out. Um, okay, uh, Neon wants to know how our fantasy football teams are doing. Uh, so, mine did awful. Mm-hmm. Mine, okay, I don't know what happened. What's but, your record uh, so far? 
It's two and one, and I dominated everyone the first two weeks. Like I had the highest scores week one and week two. Uh huh. And then I I checked yesterday night, and I'm like, boys, what happened? You're projected to get twenty twenty five points. You're bringing home me four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's like five of my players. You're bringing home me four. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the welcome to fantasy football. Yeah. So I lost. Uh, needless to say. Yeah, I'm one and two. Um, I played against Lamar Jackson this week, uh, and he had five touchdowns. Um, my team also did not do very well. Uh, not a great week for for the boy Tyreek Hill, um, who I was hoping would do a little bit more than he did. But, yeah, one and two. My team sucks. Uh, that's just the way it goes. Um, Blitz wants to know, if we, uh, if we could switch bodies for one day, would you do that? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Instantly, yes. I think you like you'd be hard pressed to find someone who I wouldn't be willing to switch bodies with for a day. It'd really only be if I thought they were gonna absolutely destroy my body in the one day they had. Wait, what? Right, like because it's just one day, no matter how wait, bad wait. it is. Wait, wait, I zone out for like two seconds checking my fantasy team. Did you say I would destroy your? No, body no, I'm saying you'd be hard pressed to have me find someone who I wouldn't swap bodies with for one day. Oh, okay, okay. The only way I wouldn't is if it was with someone who I thought would, like, annihilate my body. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. You know? Or, like, maybe... Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's a lot of variables in this question, Blitz. Like, if they're... If, if, let's say, I'm addicted to eating Reese's Take 5 candy bars, uh, which is more or less true, because I love those things. Um... Would I feel compelled to eat that in Bera's body, or would Bera feel compelled to eat that because he's in my body? You know what I mean? And that changes the whole dynamic uh, of it. I was just thinking, like, it'd be cool to be like a game designer for a day. Oh, no, I was thinking physical, like, uh, uh, Freaky Friday like bodies. You, oh, like you're still, like, oh, I was just thinking, like, oh, I to be a game designer and hang out with a dog <laughs> that sounds fun to me bro you can come over and hang out with my dog whenever you want we'll talk game design that's fine we can do we can do this so much easier than the freaky friday scenario that is not the hard part man that's the easy part <laughs> that was all i was thinking about oh thank you, know? you. My wife just tossed me a Reese's Take 5 candy bar and we we get oh, these nice. and I eat the bag and I don't want to talk about how long um yeah, that's, that's really funny. <laughs> oh, what would I do? Oh, well, I would just be a game designer here with the dogs. Well, there you go. Oh, yeah. what would I... Oh, what would we do? Um, yeah, I would just hang out with Bear's cats. Um, I would play some Smite and see what it feels like to be actually good. Um, oh, yeah, would you scrim? Yeah, I'd totally scrim. I miss scrimming. I, I only miss scrimming because I don't have to do it all the time. You know? Yep. But I miss the, it's, I obviously remember the bad parts of scrimming, but um, it's also pretty easy to remember like the fun parts of scrimming where it's just like, you know, being together with your teammates and uh, becoming closer as teammates and working towards a common goal and having like a very clear goal and all that kind of stuff. Um, That part of scrimming was very fun. It was just like the, well, for me, it was like, I worked a 12 hour shift at my job. Um, and now I'm coming home to scrim, uh, 
I don't want to be here anymore <laughs> like type of moments that were uh, were a little tough. I don't want to be doing that. Uh, but luckily, I didn't have to. That uh... yeah, it's definitely a, a positive and negative to scrimming. You know, when your team's feeling good and you're feeling confident, a lot of fun. If your team's not feeling good and you're struggling, it's like okay, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, can we just go do something else? Yeah, that uh, that would totally suck. Um, all right, let's go back over to Twitter. Uh, Sam wants to know who plays the best split by role. Uh, oh, so for phase three, who's going to play like the best mid laner? Who's going to be the best solo laner? All that kind of stuff. Um, that's fair. I think we can do this one pretty quickly. Um, let me take a look here. So I think the best mid laner is going to be Pagon. Um, he's been a huge reason why the dragons have been popping off. Uh, so I'm gonna go with Pagon there. Barra, do you wanna do you wanna me to do all five and buy you some time, or do you wanna go with me roll by roll? I'll go BMT. I don't want to go teammates because I sure. mean that would just be me saying all of my teammates. Uh, we'll say BMT. Sure, fair enough. Um, junglers. Um, I'm going to go with Panatom. Ooh. Okay, I was going to say Scream, but you mentioning Panatom. Ooh. I'll go Scream. I'll, I'll just be different. You would just be different. I would. Um, Solo. I'm going to go with... Hmm. I'll Was... go Nika. You go Nika. Okay. I'm gonna. I, I think. I think he's gonna have a Bugatti. You know, he's gonna have a that kind of performance. Okay, that's a good he's one. Be carrying, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. Haddix. I'm gonna go Haddix. All of Athens. That, that was my it. original answer. And I was like, I'll be spicy. Yeah, there you go. I like it. Um. Support. Um, I'm gonna say genetics. That was my guess. Or my answer. I'll go Gen X here. That's fair. And then ADC. Uh, yeah, PCAT is. No, Zatman. 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 Oh, it is Gotta False Split Steve. Steve. Huh? Yeah, False false I'm, Split I'm Steve. Steve. False Split it's Steve. It's not World Steve yet, but it's a, it's a, we're ramping up. We're getting closer. Uh, I'll go PCAT. That's, uh, I will go PCAT. I'm going to take the easy answer there. Um, okay, and then. Uh, Epic Spaghetti on Twitter asks most underrated breakfast cereal combination. Interesting. Oh, like combine like Cocoa Puffs and like Reese's Puffs. Or something? Yeah, I'm diametrically opposed to that. I never combine yeah. cereals. I don't do it. I only do that if I've been a heathen before and there's like three like really low cereals together. I'm just like, I'll just pour it all together in a bowl and put some milk on it and eat it. But uh, not me. I'm not the biggest cereal eater anymore anyways um i would i mean top tier cereals for me when i did eat a lot of cereal would be reese's puffs like i would i would yep. destroy a whole box of reese's puffs so easily maybe just reese's puffs with like a uh, cinnamon toast crunch or like cocoa puff or Something along those lines, still, like, in the dessert area of uh, Taste Buds. Like, I don't think I'm going to go, like, Lucky Charms or anything, but Reese's Puffs with one of those would be good. S tier. Reese's Puffs, just unbelievable. Um, yeah, if I have three bags of cereal that all have, like, a third of a bowl in it, which is something that I used to be much worse about, now I'm a little bit better about not doing that, um, I would 
pour a mini bowl of one cereal, eat it, get a different bowl because then it, the whole oh. you got the milk that's gonna take. It's gonna leave. It's polluted. Yeah. It's gonna leave a whole thing. I'm I'm getting three separate bowls and eating all of them separately. Uh, and I, I the thought of combining them would literally never even cross my mind. Not for a second. I wouldn't do it. It's not happening. Uh, in general, though, most underrated cereal. Period. It's easy. It's Crispix. Crispix absolutely bangs. No one ever talks about it. Those. It they're the li- they're little like uh, check they're they're like checks squares, uh, but they aren't quite squares. They're like hexagons. Um, and one side is corn, and the other side is rice. First of all, an engineering marvel, right? <laughs> Imagine showing someone that that's what a machine could do, you know, like in the, like the, in like the 1800s, they'd be like, no shot. This could be, this could be created consistently. Um, it, they're delicious. They aren't as sugary as a lot of other cereals though. Of course, you know, it's, it's cereal. Um, they, they're refreshing because they give you a lot of milk because of the, the holes in it. Um, their structural integrity is is not the best. You you their milk absorption rate is a little too high, so you have to eat them pretty quickly. Um, but they are top tier. <laughs> they are top tier. Three point five grams of sugar in one cup of Crispix cereal. That is like a quarter to like a sixth. Yeah. Of the normal sugar amounts. So it's really like, not bad. Crispix. Yeah, pretty pretty good, pretty healthy. Well, are they are they vegan, Barra? Are they vegan? Can you eat those? Most things are vegan. Um, like cereals because it's just fake. It's right. like Oreos. Right. So uh, most of them aren't real. So most of them are vegan. Because uh, you know. And that includes Crispix. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. Crispix also does not have many ingredients. Uh, it's got like eight ingredients, and they look to be pretty normal for cereal. Yo, get us a Crispix sponsorship, man. I'm gonna right? push Crispix all day. That's. I'm gonna go give me some Crispix. That sounds pretty good. Please do. Please report back on your thoughts on Crispix. I think they are a top tier non-dessert cereal. Um, like as far as cereals to actually start your day with, if you're starting your day with cinnamon toast crunch, look in the mirror. You know, like that's uh, not good. That for used you. to be me. That used to be me as well. And then I looked in the mirror and was like, "This is not normal." Uh, <laughs> no one should do this if they're not a child, and they cert- certainly should not be doing it. Um, Try out Crispix. That's a that's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's Best good. cereal milk. Um, I think it is Reese's Puffs. Uh, oh, we're going with that. Um, yeah, I think Reese's I Puffs. He meant like cinnamon toast crunch like milk 2%. is top tier. Oh no! Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah, two percent is the best. Um, oh, okay. He did mean cereal. But okay. yeah, also uh, cocoa puffs. Um, mm-hmm. Top tier milk. Re- milk remains. Yeah, Fruit Loops is pretty low for me, honestly. I don't Agreed. Like the, uh... Fruit Loops is F tier. Sorry, I don't know how to tell you this. Goodness, I I wouldn't throw F tier, but it's it's something not a milk that I enjoy drinking. Uh, I would say maybe Reese's Puffs um, or a Cocoa Puffs. I mean, you it's literally like chocolate milk. Yep, so, they're I mean, just better that way. Yeah, it, it can't be bad. Also. The only thing I don't like about Crispix that you were talking about earlier is it gets soggy fast. And I'm not a big fan of that because I pour, like, enormous bowls of cereals. So Same. 
Yeah, I don't like... I don't think I would enjoy... They're not... It's not like, um... What's a cereal that just, like, disintegrates as it gets too much, uh... As it gets... Rice Krispies? Too much milk. Yeah, like, Rice Krispies are just inedible. Um... It's just, like, mush. Yeah, it's just terrible. It just coagulates. It's just terrible. It's not like that. You definitely do have to eat it fairly quickly. But Mm -hmm. it's really good. Like, I'll just sit there with the box next to me, and I'll just, like, pour a little bit in, uh, pour my milk, and then eat it pretty quickly, and then just pour more Crispix in, and maybe, like, a little top off of milk. Um, And I kind of, like, double bowl in that way, Mm because that's that's the move for sure. Milk absorption rate is so important when it comes to to cereals. Um, And another underrated cereal for its milk absorption rate, honeycomb. Definitely a very sugary cereal, obviously. But honeycomb, you can leave in the milk forever. Um, and it's not going to fall apart. And that's big. Um, <laughs> and its best bites are in the middle of its milk absorption. Which is, so many cereals' best bites are as soon as you pour the milk on and push it all underneath. And that means you're not getting that many of the premium bites. But with honeycomb, you get a lot of premium bites. Um, and some some cereals are like too hard. Yep. When you, right when you pour them in... And then you go to bite, it's like, these are kind of hurting my teeth or like my gums a little yep, bit. Yep, got to soften them so up. hard. Yeah, exactly. Got to soften them up for sure. Um, before we move on in the uh, before the in the in AMA, before I get too lost in talking about cereal, do have one more sponsor that we got to get to this week. It is BetterHelp, uh, one that I do love talking about. Um, and I do have to say, because it says mandatory disclaimer, now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, if you haven't heard us talk about it before, BetterHelp is an easy way to help find the right therapist for you. Um, Bear and I are both big advocates for finding a therapist and talking to them about all of your different problems or if you don't even have a lot of problems, just what's going on in your life. Getting that outside perspective certainly really helps. Um, And BetterHelp is a really great way to get introduced because getting into therapy is very intimidating um, and scary and... Even though I've been to therapy before, the thought of finding another therapist and all that kind of stuff was was very intimidating and made me uh, delay it longer than I definitely should have. Um, And I wish that a podcast that I was listening to had told me about BetterHelp because I certainly would have used it. Um, If you uh, if you want to give them a give give therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option for that. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and it's entirely online. You don't have to. find a therapist that you go to in person you can but you can also find ones that are online for calls emails you know whatever you want to do it's uh, it's much better that way um so when you want to be a better problem solver therapy can get you there visit betterhelp.com backliners today to get 10 percent off your first first month that's better com slash backliners thanks for Thanks to BetterHelp for being a part of the show. Again, great way to support us. And thanks to you guys for signing up. And thanks to you guys for signing up. We did hear that we've gotten a good amount of signups um, on BetterHelp, which made me really uh, legitimately very happy because, you know, oh, those are awesome. like, uh, you know, obviously happy to see programs and products that are, uh, it, that like the show get involved and then get rewarded for that. That's a great thing. But um, definitely makes me feel good to, to know that there are some people out there that might not have had a good direction, uh, for something like finding a good therapist and to, uh, to use 
a platform like this to to introduce them to that makes me feel good for sure. So appreciate you guys. Proud of you guys. Um, keep it up. Keep doing it. We're proud of you. Um, okay, let's. Uh, I did see some more uh, questions in here that aren't that aren't serial related, but I really appreciate <laughs> how into serial our chat is. Uh, that's mm-hmm. that's really good. Um, someone uh, Percy did say I continually prove that I can blow hypotheticals way out of proportion more than anyone else on the uh-huh. planet, and I take great great pleasure in doing that so uh so thank you for that um neon asked a little bit earlier if we had a class swap three gods who would they be um three seems like a lot let's just class up one huh we'll just do one let's see i would swap uller to assassin interesting i feel like he's much more of an assassin god than a hunter god hmm because I feel like assassins want to, like, kill you instantly with their abilities, and I feel like that's kind of just what Uller does. Mm. He hits a button and then kills you with his abilities. And I feel like assassins are kind of like that, too. Yeah, that's a good one. That's Thank interesting. Um, I... Is answering this just a trap? Is there going to be, like, a Reddit thread that, like, this is going to happen if I answer this question? Probably. Probably. I abstain. There we go. I plead the fifth. Uh, Hopeless Wall wants to know, our rank our favorite seasons of the year. This is a great question. Hopeless ooh. Wall. Ooh. Um, so, I think I would go winter, spring, fall, summer. That's in top to bottom? Yep. Okay, winter, spring, fall, summer. Interesting. You go fall third. Yeah, I think I fall might up, be number one for me. I couldn't make up my mind whether fall was second or third, so I just did it quickly and threw it in third. I, respect, I, I love spring. I respect that. Spring is great. I think th- they're all... Here's the good thing about seasons. They're all good. Um, there isn't a season I dislike. I, let me lead with that. And now let I me mercilessly like rank them. Um yeah, summer has a lot of advantages, though. You know, it's 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 just so hot. It's so hot, but it also has the most like carefree attitude to it. You know, you can go to the beach in the summer, which is something you can't do as easily in the other seasons. Um, I would rather go to the beach in the other seasons than during the summer. Oh, I wouldn't. I need it. You need it to be hot so you can get in the water and have it be refreshing. You know, that's yeah. The, but it lo- it I don't want the water to be cold. Me. The water is the best part of the beach. Do you agree with that? Some people don't like getting in the water at the beach. And yeah, I I'm don't not a water that. guy. Yeah, that's that's crazy to me. You don't understand that, but... Uh, I don't. Uh, I th- remember we were on vacation in Panama City, and I think my mom's, like, life raft flipped over. Oh, I don't like that. I think that, like, scared me a lot of the ocean water, because I was like, what if I flipped over and just, like drifted away because i was like a kid at the time mm-hmm. um but i remember something scary happening in the ocean water hmm. and basically since then i'm like i'll stick to pools i like pools uh ocean water kind of low tier but river water is cool like i'll swim in a river or whatever no ocean water is s tier because it has waves yeah. waves are the best oh i love body surfing i love i love the ocean um okay i gotta finish my rankings from top to bottom oh, for me, it is no, you're good. Uh, it is fall. Oh, well, it depends on where I am. I'm doing the thing again. <laughs> I, it, like down here, winter is low tier, right? Because there's no snow. Like snow is the point of winter. It, like 
down here, winter is fourth, easily. But, like, up in Pittsburgh, where I grew up, winter is probably... Winter is probably third, above spring. Um, and down here, summer is lower, because it's too hot to do stuff. Whereas in Pittsburgh... That's like, what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, I'm going with an average, an aggregate of the seasons. This is the, the most mild of climates, uh, but enough where seasons still change. I'm going... Fall, summer, spring, winter. But I love winter. Uh, but it has to snow. That's like that's like the whole point. Um, gotta be. Doing I like that. I like winter just because I like being cold. I think and like you said, the summers down here. I think I would like summer. It's kind of funny because I've really I feel like I would enjoy summer in Florida so much more than I would enjoy summer in Georgia. Because Georgia, you walk outside. And your shirt just sticks to you, and like that happens in Florida too, dog. Do. It's worse yeah, in, but Florida. in Florida. I'm not wearing a shirt, so I'm having fun. <laughs> you could like, just not I'm, wear a shirt here. I'm sure Destiny would love it. I would just walk into Publix just shirtless. I'd be that guy. I mean, you could do this. You could do this. The sleeveless tank top for sure. That's true. I feel like it's just weirder in Georgia to like dress in beach gear than in florida because florida like everyone's wearing beach gear everywhere you see and then georgia is not it's just the opposite it's just i don't know it's just too hot you can here. definitely get away with a sleeveless t- like a sleeveless tank top in georgia 100 yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah i i agree with that for sure um just know just... yeah there's no uh bathing suit with it you know that yeah, one and like the sandals and flip-flops and right stuff, for so. sure bear i recently got crocs um oh how the- are they they kind of bang. I've been thinking about getting me a pair. You really should. Here's a key. I will tell you this, and this is to everyone listening. If you've been considering getting Crocs, and you care about what you look like or how you are perceived, don't do it. Um, mm. Because they are uglier than I thought they were. Um, <laughs> I look worse what? than I thought they Like, they look worse than I thought they would. However... My feet are comfortable, and it's so convenient that I simply don't care. And I'm old now, so I don't care how people... And I'm married. I don't have to impress anybody. Uh, well, I mean, Except my wife, but, you know. Okay. No, I don't got to impress anyone. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fine. Well, I'm not going to be wearing Crocs to Worlds. I'll tell you that, okay? I won't be. But at the same we'll time, be. I wouldn't even care that much. Uh, so if that's a problem for you, don't get them. Um, mm-hmm. But if you don't care... And you're looking, like, taking the dog outside uh, or, like, going outside the, in the yard to, like, play fetch with her or something like that, way better than uh, way better than just, like, sandals, which I thought were basically the same. They really aren't. They really aren't. And yeah, I went, like, I went to a cabin this weekend and I forgot slippers, like an idiot. Uh, but you had your Crocs. I had my Crocs. I just wore them literally all day. Um, and I loved them. They are really comfy. And people only made fun of me, like, most of the day. So, like, that's a win. You know what I mean? I, uh, that's the same thing I get for being vegan, you know? It's just... There it is. Far for the course. You wear Crocs, you're a vegan. It's all the same <laughs> that thing. That would be an awful combination there, but I'm yeah, not Yeah, you can't, you can't do it, Crocs. huh? I'm lucky. That's, that's too much negativity in my life. Uh, Vet Bearded on Twitter asks a three-part question. Here we go. Do you think the change in solo revitalizes the Leviathans? Yes. Um, We're going to answer that, so yes. I'm saying yes as well. Do we think it leads to a repeat as world champs? That's a that's a much higher uh, in depth question. 
Um, I don't think whether they win or lose Worlds is because of Haddocks. Interesting. That's a good take. Um, I'm going to say no, that they will not win this this year's World Championship. Again, not necessarily because of Haddocks or not because of him, but if I had to, if I had to put, if it's the Leviathans versus the field, I'm obviously taking the field. Um, and do you think Zap gets four rings back to back to back? That's the same question. Uh, yep. I don't think so. Um, okay. Let's, uh, let me double do one more double check for, I think I missed one question. There's good podcast content. Um, well-disciplined asks our favorite video games that we have played, not including smite and why uh halo 2 warcraft 3 um halo 2 was kind of the game defining or era defining game i guess for me and it just led me to multiplayer games and to competing against my friends competing against other people i mean because we had like halo ce lands like halo 1 lands but it was just like uh, I can't remember system leak chords. And we go in like different rooms. We play Halo C, but Halo Two was like my big like first step in the competitive waters, and so I just really enjoyed that game. Like I, I would play that game all night. If I could go back to how I was then, I would literally play Halo Two like twenty four hours straight. And yeah, and Warcraft Three just it was the best game on PC in my opinion um, during that time. The expansion was amazing. All the custom games were amazing. I would literally come home and just grind custom games. And I would play like tower defenses, or if I want something more serious, I would just play the multiplayer mode. And then that's also like where Dota came from. So there was like, you could play Dota if you wanted to. And it's just, the, the, the stuff you could do back then, I just felt it was much more like endless than now, I guess. Mm. For like the top tier games, I feel like they had so much more variability but it's also probably because it was brand new to my brain so everything was still had that novelty and like addiction i guess to it Mm -hmm. so yeah uh those two games yeah those are good ones um yeah for me uh modern warfare 2 um was an obsession on a level that i don't know if i'll ever i i know i won't ever have it about another video game again um smite was was very similar in that regard but i know that i'm just past the point in my life where i can be obsessed with a game like i was either one of those um and yeah modern warfare 2 was incredible black ops 2 very much the same way um just thousands and thousands of hours in those two games uh mario superstar baseball on the gamecube of course as i've ranted about many times uh and uh battle right one of my favorite pc games of all time um that game banked i wish uh I wish it was alive, <laughs> but unfortunately it is not. That game was just too hard and yep. not monetized well enough. Uh, yep. Okay. And that makes me sad, but I loved it. Um, it, w- it was so good. Oh, custom robo bomb patrol said, yeah, that's another one I've talked about. I did. I did love that game. Um, okay. Last question of the evening before some news. Uh, Neon Kerm asked if we could play one smite role at a pro level that isn't yours. What would you play? Would you be? Would you? What? What role would you play if it wasn't ADC Bear on the SPL? Like for the experience? Like no, it's like what? no ADC spots are available, but okay, a team will pick you up for your second best role, which is honestly, I think I would just play support. 
I don't think I'd be good at it, but I think I would just play it. If Xing like... Chen was meta, you're in a good spot. Um, if Xing Chen, Ganesh, Geb, a Fafnir, you know, uh, definitely could work on my Ymir. Yemoja, you know, we got to ban that every game. Got to ban it. Uh, yeah. Sovex situationally. If those mm. gods were meta. That's a uh, that's a god would... ocean right there. You got more than enough. No way they're banning you, you out. Uh, yeah, we'd have to ban you Moja, though. So. Right, you gotta ban you Moja. But I, I couldn't play it, so. Well, that's just how it goes sometimes, you know. Nothing you can do about that. Um, yeah, I feel like just because I've watched so many supports play over the years and, like, play against me, play with them, I feel like that's the role I would understand the most. Because I feel like jungle and mid and solo, I'd have to make a lot of decisions that I wouldn't be used to. But support, I feel like I've watched them move around the map for so long and I've been harassed by so many supports over the years. So, uh, yeah support makes sense um i would also say support but that's because my mechanics aren't uh good um and that's the trope about support so i don't really think it's true these days um and also well, if you saw that assault game well yeah if i saw that assault <laughs> game maybe i'd say differently um and also uh i think that my best aspect as a player was always uh my communication and um my uh my role as a teammate and those are things that i could easily more easily focus on as support than on other roles so that's why i'd say that um okay appreciate everyone who sent in some questions and all that kind of stuff i'm sure we'll be taking some more questions in the future we always end up doing that uh, at some point during the year um before we get to the random question of the week though We've been talking about it, and you know what? I finally messed around and did it. Uh, we do officially now have a Patreon. It is easy to go to. It is patreon.com slash backliners. Um, this is a way for our viewers and listeners to support Barra and I directly. Um, of course, it's still great, and we highly encourage you to go and support us by using our sponsorship links that's still a great way to support the show but if you've done that or you're in a country where you can't do that um and you still want to support the show this is the best way to do it so again patreon.com backliners there are some options there on um what type of patron you want to become uh either way we have created a exclusive community discord that you can only gain access to by becoming a patron uh that is a place that Barra and i will be particularly uh active um definitely the best place to get a hold of us uh and you know hang out with us ask us questions all that kind of stuff there are currently um two tiers of patreon subscription please let me know if uh there's anything that you want to see added or any type of extra benefits that you think would be um would be good incentives uh right now if you are it's at five and ten dollars a month uh, for the higher one, for the $10 a month, we are going to start doing, uh, starting maybe next week, maybe two, maybe we'll give it two weeks to, to get some, some more, uh, marinade. Yes. To let it, let it sit, let it marinate a little bit. Um, after each podcast, Bear and I are going to, I'm going to close, I'm going to press stop streaming. I'm going to close OBS. Then we're going to pop in that discord and hang out for a little bit, probably at least uh, 15 to 20 minutes, uh, every, every podcast, just hang out, shoot the breeze, talk about whatever you want to talk about, um, tell funny stories about something we were going to say on the podcast, but, you know, couldn't for whatever reason. Um, and if we do, you can't leak and it. And you can't leak it. You can't. 
Because we'll have you. Because we'll have your info and stuff, and we'll Barra yeah. will track you down and find you. Uh, Avril will track you down. Barra is gonna do it though. Not we talked about it, and he agreed to do it. Um. So Only yeah, I could sprint. Yeah, we'll we'll be posting you know pet pics and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, overall, um, definitely excited to to get this off the ground again. Please let us know if there's anything else you want to see as part of the the Patreon plan. Oh, and you'll get a. You'll get a uh, special shout out uh, at the end of every podcast. We'll run down the list for all of our uh, higher. It, it, uh, what are the two tiers? What did I call these two tiers that you could uh, that you could join? There's extremely cool person and unreasonably cool person. Um, I will shout. We will shout out all of our unreasonably cool people um, each podcast episode at the very end. So again, Patreon.com/slash/backliners is the place that you uh, want to go for all of that. Uh-huh. Um, all right, Barry, let's get to our random question of the week. Maybe one of the last ones that I have to come up with because if you join the community Discord, um, there will be a place for you to suggest random questions of the week and we will pull one from that Discord every single week. Uh, and thank God because I'm out of them. Um, I don't know what to ask right now. I'm staring at this Reese's Take 5 on my desk and I want to eat it so badly. Um, I've done a lot of candy ones. We have done a lot of candy ones. Oh! I, I tweeted about this, but I just want you oh, guys big. to know. Oh, big. Okay. Uh, if you if you like mushrooms, try boiling them. Just trust me. Just try boiling them. I know this is the weirdest sounding, stupidest thing you've probably ever heard. And I thought the same thing until I boiled some mushrooms. And this sounds like a sales pitch, but it's not. I promise you that's the best mushroom I've ever had. All you got to do is go to the store and uh cover your mushrooms with water and then boil it down to where you're basically sauteing them all the water's gone then you saute them like normal throw some butter throw some garlic throw some onions whatever you want in there uh you cannot overcook mushrooms so uh yeah i learned about this and uh these are the best mushrooms i've ever had so uh i'm just shouting that out here so hopefully people try it and then come back to me and say, Barra, those were the best mushrooms I've ever had. Barra, where there wasn't a single question mark in that whole in that whole time. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I just needed I just needed I needed to get on my soapbox full of mushrooms and tell the world outside of Twitter that uh yeah, you need to do that. Okay. Uh, I I just cooked uh what's the most basic kind of mushroom? I cooked white mushrooms the second time. And the first time I cooked, uh, what are those mushrooms? Portobellos? Mm-hmm. Chopped up portobellos? Uh, yeah. I, oh, yeah, I chopped them up both times, by the way. Um, and I'm telling you, that mushroom flavor, when all the juice leaves the mushrooms and then it reconcentrates into the mushrooms, dude, just taste the broth when it's, like, all black. And that is some, it's like mushroom concentrate. Just, just try it, just try it. You do you save that the the mushroom concentrate? No, it cooks into the mushrooms. Oh, so okay. the mushrooms release all of their fluid. Oh yeah, you want to salt the water too. By the way, sorry. Uh, you want to salt the water, have it boiling, boil the mushrooms all the way down. Uh, all the mushroom juice will leave the mushrooms, and then it will reconcentrate into the mushrooms. And like I said, you can't overcook mushrooms because mushrooms are OP. So you can boil them. The first time I tried it, I uh, <laughs> I poured way too much water in there. So I boiled those suckers for about 90 minutes. Uh-huh. And uh, 
I'm telling you, those were the best mushrooms I've ever had in my entire life. I'm really happy for you, man. That sounds like it was Thank a great you. experience. And I'm really glad that you shared it with everyone. I don't know how Thank to make this into a random question of the week. <laughs> but it me, but it didn't it, it, it only added to the show. Um, have we done pizza toppings? One hundred percent we have. Okay. There is absolutely zero percent chance uh that we have That's not. Fair. Um done we, pizza, we've done sandwiches, we've probably done smoothies and ice cream. Um, yeah we've definitely done all of those we've done cookies um we've done uh, we can't we literally can't uh we literally can't say all the things that we've done because we've done how many shows do you think we've done i guess the prediction guys could tell us surely we're at definitely over 100 yeah i was gonna say do we we should have done something special for our 100th episode but i didn't know when it was I also that's on me maybe we haven't no, we've been doing this for a long time, huh? It's been like over yeah, we two years. Yeah, twenty, right? Yeah, yeah. Surely, surely that is the. I don't think we've ever done salads because I feel like. Well, wait, there's only fifty-two weeks in a year, so maybe we have. It's possible. I don't know. I'm 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 the... losing my mind here. I'm losing. I'm yeah, losing. Just... It. It's lost. Oh, it's yeah, gone. Just pick a just pick a chat question. Uh, yeah. Chat okay. A first world problem says super salad. This makes me think of hibachi um, because that's the question where you get asked this the most, right? Is do you want super salad with your hibachi order? Um, I'm a soup guy, 100. Uh, no matter what, um, there are very few salads that I prefer to soup. Soup is really good. Um, potato soup's the best soup, but the hibachi I don't want. Um, miso soup oh like miso soup's fine but not my favorite i really like the the soup that you get at hibachi places where you just get it's like the the uh, just one or two like mushrooms uh floating in there and it's like it tastes very like chicken stocky um but it's just like a salty broth with some green onion and some mushroom that it, it, very simple that's my favorite i don't know what that type of soup is called exactly but i love hibachi hibachi is one of the types of foods that i could eat Every day for the rest of my life and feel really happy about it. I feel like I want to say, okay. So as a general like decision, I feel like I would want to say salad, but I can't think of any, like, I can't think of any salad that I would rather have over a good potato soup. Oh, potato soup. So, man. Holy cow. Is it so good? I feel like off of that elimination, I have to go soups because there's no salad I would want to eat that's better than a potato salad. There's just not yep. potato soup. Sorry, potato um, salad is gross, so it's definitely not that. Um, yeah, I don't like potato salad. Where do you fall on the bread bowl uh, decision? Like, do you like bread bowls? Like Joe, who's a you know soup lover just as I am. Doesn't like bread bowls because it gets the bread all soggy on the inside. But I think that's good in this instance. Um, I don't think I've ever had one. You've never you've never had soup in a bread bowl? I don't think so. It's awesome. It's really is good. It literally a bowl. It is a yeah. It's like a dome of bread that they cut off the they cut out the middle and they pour the soup into the middle, and so you get like pieces of bread falling off the edges into your soup bites and then once the soup is gone you get to break apart the the dome and eat the soup infused bread 
Yeah, I feel like I agree with Joe here. I feel like I would rather just have them separate and then dip my bread in the soup. Yeah, I do love... Uh, the, I mean, Panera is like where you get the bread bowls. Uh, putting, Dipping Panera baguettes into their broccoli cheddar or potato soup like, I might go get that for lunch tomorrow, just thinking about it. Like, it is so good. It is so good. Did you know I worked at a Panera in college for a while? Oh, I didn't know that. It did. It uh, wasn't great. Reheat. Yeah. I've, I've heard you, did it, you just, like, reheat soups. Yeah, they come in giant... <laughs> this is me, like, pl- p- Panera person listening. It's like, oh, maybe we should sponsor the episode, the show. They're, like, talking about how much they like bread bowls. Me now talking about how gross the soups are. <laughs> uh they come in frozen rectangles, right? Um, oh. They come in giant, and they are, like, you could murder someone with this thing. Like, it is a murder weapon. And you have to put it in a heat, like, it, there's a special machine that they have with just, like, scalding hot water that you just dip them in there, and then you put it in between two metal, like, rods so that it'll stay in place as it reheats to, like, soup temperature. It unfreezes. Um it, and yeah, that that freaked me out a little bit. Overall, like it was basically what you would expect. Uh, you know, no one thinks that Panera is like. Uh, n- no one's like, yeah, Panera is reasonably costed. Um, it is so expensive there for no reason. But it was like fine. I am sad for people that they can't experience how good their the baguettes straight out of the the oven are. Like you always get the old baguettes. You know what I mean? Because they want that's what baguettes are like. You know, they're, they're coming to you after they've been sitting there for a while. But I used to crush the baguettes com- coming right out of the oven. Or, like, the croutons straight out of the oven. I would annihilate those things. And then my boss told me to stop eating them. Um, and I didn't. And yeah, then I quit eventually. There's a, there's a Kroger down the street. And they always mark down, like, the bread items that are about to go bad. Mm-hmm. And lately they've been having so many baguettes and, like, rolls and stuff that go on sale. Or they're just, like, half price or below half price. And I just buy them, stick them in my freezer, and dude, the hot baguettes. Oh, there's nothing. So as a good. bread guy, there is nothing that beats that hot out of the oven. Dude. We should so we cool. should uh, make bread sometime, Bear. Have you ever made bread? I haven't, and I want to try. I have, and it's a lot of fun. Maybe that could be a, a Patreon uh, goal stretch goal. Is that at some point we will, if we get enough patrons, we'll. Uh, We'll get together and we'll do, uh, we'll we make also, some bread in the Discord, you know, like live in the Discord or something like that. We also need to do the uh, spicy thing. The spice? Oh, we're going to eat spicy stuff? Uh, where we like line up, I mean, it's like the chicken wing thing where you like. Yeah, hot ones? The... Yeah, 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 we have to do that. We, we told the audience a while back that we would do that. I don't know for what episode. Oh, true. That might have been the 100th episode we were talking about. I'll ask prediction um, yeah. what episode we're on. Surely they've got it numbered somewhere, even if it isn't like where they post it. Um, we'll we'll look into it. Yeah, that could be a good patron goal as well. Just us doing random things um, for doing it. So yeah, Patreon.com/backliners if you want to support us directly. Another great way to support the show is, of course, by interacting with our sponsors. Midmobile.com/backliners in order to get premium live services to fifteen bucks a month, and BetterHelp.com/backliners uh, that will get you ten percent off. Uh, your first uh, services on BetterHelp, which is uh, which is quite cool. Um, thanks everyone for watching slash listening. SPL is back this weekend, so we will be back on Monday talking about it on the Backliners. There you go. Then uh, it all comes full circle. 
Give us a good rating. Check out all prediction shows, all that kind of good stuff. Patreon.com slash Backliners. And Vera, you know what to do. Bye. Clean. Oh, we should put your buy as a ring, a downloadable ringtone on Patreon. Yep, I'm on it. Don't worry. Bro, people would come to Worlds and they're just chasing around with, Bye, 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 bye. And you're upset about that? I would be a little bit, I think.